Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, joined by my lovely wife, Rochelle. Chill, what's happening? Uh, not much. You Just recording this podcast. Feeling all right? You feeling it today? Uh, eh. We got another weekend. Man, I'll tell you what, this weather's got me bummed out. I know. I'm I always get like the, I always get a little tired of barbecue and cooking and everything this time of year, but it usually happens over in... November? Yeah, late September, October, something like that. We still that. got two months of it, so... I know. But yeah, man, you know, we need some rain and... I don't know. It's just been kind of, I guess that tropical storm's pushed a bunch of moisture, you know, a bunch of weather up our way. Yeah. It's cloudy, and I got to go cook two contests this weekend, which I'm excited about cooking. I'm just not excited about being out in the rain. So. Or the drive. Or the drive. Yeah, I got to drive to Fordyce, Arkansas tonight, by tonight at 6.30, which three and a half hours isn't too bad. Three and a half hours? Yeah, but we won't be back. It'll probably be after midnight before I get home tonight. Yeah, because so. what time's are what awards? <laughs> They're nine thirty, I think, for state. So. Oh gosh, so it'll be ten o'clock for you get back on the road. At least. So what's oh, it'll be almost two before you get home. I gotta get up, and be back. I gotta leave about seven thirty in the morning too. Huh. Hey, Better that's all right. Me. That's the life of a barbecue man. Yeah, that's steak right. man this weekend. <laughs> we got two steak contests coming up. Uh, one's in Fordyce, Arkansas, and then another one's kind of close to home, up in Millington, Tennessee. And normally we're cooking barbecue, but I've been trying to get qualified for this SEA deal, the World Championship in Fort Worth coming up. Man, it's just three or four weeks away. And luckily, you know, they announced all the spots this weekend. And they're still having a little points chase until, you know, that last weekend up till the, the, the World Championship. But they took the, you know, of course, if you want a contest, you want your ticket to get in. But then they also have some at-large and that's spots that they let go cook um, because they take the next 10 people in points, they freeze the points, and that's where it, kind of the mark is. You, even if you didn't win, if you were up there in points, you still got to cook. And then all the at-larges they give out because people don't get to go. It's like somebody that's won a contest who, for some reason, was, maybe not wasn't a member of the SEA or just can't make that trip to Fort Worth, they pass down to the next people. And I happened to fall in line. I was right outside that cut. So I got one of the at-large bids. Waylon was right behind me with like three points behind where I was. So he got an at-large bid. So we this have the first officially. first you had to use. And it, man, and not hey, get a golden ticket. I've still got five more contests. I can still win my ticket in. And I want to. You know, I'm not going to give up. I really don't. I feel like I don't need to be there if I hadn't won one this year. Yeah. I mean, I've been close, man. I've had some seconds, some thirds. But I really want to win one to just solidify my spot. Well, I thought I don't we, like going at large. I mean, yeah. I know I'm large. I'm gonna be there. I'm large. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want a gold ticket? But I want that ticket. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm going. I'm driving today to Fort Ice, Arkansas, to, to you know. I think you're at least gonna put get another it. steak in there. I never doubted that you wouldn't get it. I do miss cooking barbecue this weekend because we've been cooking goat days for a long time. Yeah. And that's a fun contest, but barbecue yeah, don't have to wait. We'll be, we'll, the payout we'll be was, what, $800 for grand? It wasn't much. Yeah. yeah. It was a little skimpy. Well, the SEA uh, payout's much better <laughs> for the investment. I'll tell you that. I didn't have to buy a $200 brisket and yeah. all the ribs, and you didn't have to trim chicken. I know you, you're not upset at all about that. Uh-uh. I got to trim chicken what, one more time this year. Murfreesboro, Illinois. We're going up there. We're going to do KCBS and a state contest here in two weeks. Yeah. That's a fun contest. I always like that one. I do too. You're not going to go this year. You're going you're gonna to go to Water Tower here in town? Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, next year, I'm going to say it a year in advance. No, don't I'm even. I'm going to Water Tower. Going to Water Tower. Don't even. Water Tower is a contest that's been going on in Hernando. Our, the town our, we our, live the in. The town we live in for, man, I don't know how many years. Back when we used to do backyard only, where all we did was, you know, the amateur stuff. We always cooked the Hernando contest, and it was like just for fun. All they gave out was trophies. There was no money involved. 
But they've been low entry fee, low real entry fee. and yeah. it was only like ribs and pork. It was really, it. it was fun. It was yeah. just something kind of for community to do. A lot, bunch of people come out. They always have bands. You know everybody. Yeah. You know everybody we had, there. They had some really good country bands several years in a row. You know, it's a, it, it's really one of the straight up bragging rights contests. Yeah. Because you win it, you're low. Because you know. you're beating everybody you know. Yeah. You know, or and losing we, to everybody. And we won. You know. I mean, there for a while. We what well, we won it two or three times in a row or something like that. It just wasn't fair. <laughs> <laughs> and so I stopped we stopped going and we still sponsor a team uh, Eddie Reed you've seen him on the Memphis of May video he's been a killer hog a long time since way back when we you know we got started and he works for a, a bank here in town and they actually have a, they sponsor a team they have like a big community appreciation thing where people come out and they feed people and all that well he's had the killer hogs so he was always kind of the killer hogs junior team or whatever and he kept that kept the tradition going. I think he's cooked it every year. Every yeah. year since we started, Eddie has cooked that contest because he's been working for the bank. And that he long. kept it going after you quit cooking it. Yeah, and now he's turned it in. What's, what's his team name? The Dirty Dirty Pirate Cookers. Dirty Pirate Cookers. Yes. I think that's cute. <laughs> and so uh, next year, I'm, I'm gonna be a dirty pirate cooker. <laughs> Arr, I'm gonna work on my pirate. Um. We, I thought we'd talk about the SEA uh, a little bit and, and go into detail about the world championship that we got coming up and stuff and talk about that. But before we dive into that, I wanted to talk about this week's recipe. Yeah, well, it was kind of a fixed recipe because somebody <laughs> screwed up the audio. I'm not pointing any fingers. It wasn't me. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> it wasn't me. I'm not going to point any fingers either. But yeah, but I'm so, clear my name. so I went back and we fixed... We, Redid the steaks on mm-hmm. that, and it turned out good. It did. I think it turned out really good. Those bone-in fillet, man. Anytime you got a good bone-in fillet, the, you can't hardly do it wrong unless you just way overcook it. That's the only thing I think you could do wrong to it. But I had, I got those from Matador Prime Beef. I ordered them off their website, and they send us meat if we'll use it in a video. Yeah. We don't get any sponsorships or anything like that, but they'll send us meat if we use it in a video and give them a shout-out, so we do. Yeah, and, and so I got two of the fillets. Matt sent me two of his fillets. I also, I also got some stuff in the freezer, too. What do you have in the freezer? Some I've got some sirloin picanha. Look how the dogs in here raising hell. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, there you go. We fixed that problem. <laughs> the first, I guess the first thing, not person, got kicked out of the podcast room. The dogs are gone. We're house babysitting. Dog sitting? We're dog sitting a dog for one of my friends. Cujo. Cujo. It's the most vicious dog in the world. It weighs about, I don't know. It probably weighs about 20 pounds. It's supposed to weigh seven. It weighs about 20. It's an older dog. It's... What, what kind of dog is that? A Yorkie? I think. Well, it was it's kind like of a mutt. Yorkie on steroids. <laughs> if you've ever seen like a suckling pig, it's got it a lot kind of, of fur like a, like pig. a Yorkie. <laughs> That's Cujo. I think it has sleep apnea. <laughs> I, I, I really do think this dog has sleep apnea, Shelf. It does. It, it keeps me up at night. I can hear it. It's like, man, I need to hook this thing up to my CPAP machine. See if I get a double hose for the dog. You can hear it going. <laughs> It scares me. I'm just waiting. I'm, every once in a while, I'll wake up and make sure she's still breathing. She's a really good she dog. She can't die on my watch. <laughs> she's a real That's what I said this morning. She wouldn't come when I called her, and she's laying over in the bed. I was like, oh, God. Please be breathing. She got the little mirror and check her breath. Make sure. I said, you want a treat? And she's like, boop. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah, she wants a treat. I guarantee you that dog wants a treat. Now, Minnie, our little dog, oh, she's an angel. She'll yeah. sit in here all day and not make a pee. Yeah. She's an angel in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> but so the dogs are gone. We're, so we're way we were back. We were back on the steaks. So these bone-in fillets. So I wanted to do like, I mean, I've done you know fillets before, but usually it's hard to find a bone-in, a good bone-in fillet. And a bone-in fillet, the where way would that, you find it if you didn't order it from Matador? I would just have to go ask the butcher to cut it because yeah. I've ne- you never see them in the fillet case. In a, do in they a, sell the them in like a like a Capitol Grill or a, oh yeah, a steakhouse? Heck, yeah, I had one of those the other night. Bone-in fillet really? is awesome. But, I mean, you know, any time you can get a steak on the bone, I mean, it has so much more flavor. Yes. That bone, it radiates heat good, so you get a good cook on it, but it also gives it a ton of flavor. All that all that natural, you know, stuff that's in the bone cooks out and stays in the meat. and hold it, it keeps it real juicy. And what they did with these bone-in fillets is they take a big porterhouse steak. You know, it's got the strip on one side, and then it's got the fillet on the other, and they just cut the strip side off. 
and they so you got a strip steak on one side, but then they leave the bone on on the fillet side. But you got to make sure you're getting them one of those big porterhouses that's got a substantial fillet in it. Yeah, it's just you know back a little bit further on the cow, so it's picking up that true tenderloin. It is very very tender. Heck yeah. It, it was, you could cut it. You really could cut that steak with, with a fork. Yeah. You didn't even need a knife. And I did a reverse sear on it. I, you know, I put it on the PK360, kind of set it up for some indirect heat. Well, let's talk about how you season it first. Simple. Let's go through the steps. I, I did. You know, a filet doesn't need much. And I just went with some Especially coarse salt. Especially that one. It was prime. It had a lot of marbling. A lot of marbling. But, you know, the prime beef, that's where it's at, too. And, you know, that's all your flavor. When you The, the different classes of meat, they have more fat in them. That just means they're going to be a little... Have a little more juice in them when you cook them because that fat renders and keeps the meat nice and juicy. But then it has more flavor because that's where it's getting all of its taste from. And so, when you, you know, when you see choice or prime or, you know, all the, all those different cuts that you can get, they cost more because they cost more because they have more fat in them. That's why. And, you you know, I've looked for a good, I don't, I don't buy prime all the time. Yeah. I can't afford it all the time. I mean, those are expensive steaks. But it's and not, for special if you want something special, yeah. I say go prime. When you can. I mean, you know, in contest, we always cook either prime or wagyu or something like that. Now, I would love to get my hands on some wagyu bone-in fillets. Oh Can you imagine gosh. how that would be? It would like be true wagyu? That would be. Yeah. Oh, we might make that happen. Does Snake that River sell? I don't know if they sell bone-in fillets. I need to check their website on that because yeah. I might have to put in a phone call, see if I can get <laughs> somebody to send me one of those to try. So but you seasoned it? Salt and pepper, coarse salt. Heavy sea ground, salt, you know, yeah. like I use that restaurant ground. You can, you can grind it yourself if you want to. But Sam sells a restaurant ground black pepper. And it's just coarser black pepper. I think you get more flavor out of the pepper that way. I seasoned it with that. And I hit it with a little hot rub just because I wanted a little color. Gives it a little more taste on the outside. I mean, the beef's excellent on the inside. When you got a thick steak like that, you're really getting that beef flavor. Mm -hmm. But I also wanted some stuff on the outside. And I just let that seasoning sit on it while the grill come up to temp. I lit me a chimney of B&B charcoal. For the PK, once I got, you know, it, took, it takes it 20, 25 minutes to get ready. And so while I was doing that, I was going to serve this filet with a sauce. And so I took, you know, I kind of do a version of like this um, when I do briskets. It's it's kind of a, a mushroom reduction. Brisket. Yeah, yeah. I, I like putting that in my wrap. I mix it with some other stuff, you know, and, and put it in my wrap in the brisket. But, but you strain it when you use it for the brisket. Oh, yeah, you I don't leave out the mushrooms, mushrooms and, the and the yeah. garlic and shallots and all that. I strain it, but this, I just kind of left it, it's just a, a, it's not super thick, I mean, it's got, you know, it's got some viscosity to it, but it makes a real nice sauce reducing yes. all those flavors, has Worcestershire, has a little soy in it, has some beef broth in it, and then I put, uh, I don't know if it has soy, well, when I do the brisket sauce, I put oh, soy okay. in it. I did, yeah, I didn't for the steak sauce. Yeah, I was thinking, say, look, it was just a little, no, you know what I did, I used balsamic vinegar. Yeah. That's what it was. So I used the balsamic and the Worcestershire, reduced that of the shallots and mushrooms and onions. And then I added some beef broth and some red wine. And I just cooked just it down to the volume reduced by about half. Mm -hmm. And at the very end, I take and just put a tablespoon of butter in it when you take it off the heat and kind of let that slowly melt. Smooth it out. It smooths the sauce out. It just makes it to where when you bite, you take it. It's not sharp. You know, yeah. it has a real, really good, even flavor. It was very good. And, it, and the mushroom. Man, I love eating the mushroom. Mm -hmm. You know, even when I do the brisket sauce and I strain all that, I always keep the mushrooms over to the side <laughs> so we can snack on them. Because it's always Thursday night when you, you know, make that brisket sauce for competitions. And I can I always joke that I can eat a mushroom and tell you how good your brisket's going to be the right. next day. If that sauce is good, the brisket the, will be good, yeah, right? Yeah, if the mushrooms are delicious, 180 brisket. 180 brisket. But, so then... So, I got the mushroom sauce made, I got the steak reverse seared. I put it up on the little rack on the pizza. Well, see, I was going to ask you about that. Do you have to have the rack? You don't have to. You can set it over on the grate. I mean, I just like I like the rack because it gets it up off of it. So make sure it's even. Yeah, you're in a little more even heat up there. The way it's flow, the heat's flowing through that PK. If you did it on another grill, you could put it on a rack or just set it over to the side. You want it on the indirect side. That's the whole thing. Yeah. And you're slowly watching it. If come you weren't off. gonna put it on the rack, would you flip it halfway through? Yeah, probably so. I mean, you could. It wouldn't hurt. The whole goal is just to slow it down and let it cook off of direct heat. Off to the side. And that way you can put a probe in it and watch watch your temps. And when it comes up to about 110, it's ready to sear. And then you can sear it to whatever doneness you like. I'm kind of that, 
medium rare guy, just over rare. I mean, sometimes you see it called rare plus. But I, you know, I, so all I did was a quick sear. It took about a minute on each side. I, you know, I got grill marks on it. Did the little twist to, to so make you that went diamond like, pattern. I think on, on this particular cook, you went a minute, minute and a half. Then you rotated. Yeah, and then flip it, and then it's or another, twisted, I guess. Then it's another minute, 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 minute and, and a half. half on that side. Flip it, Check and that's it. when you really start watching your internals. Yeah, after I just the flip. use a thermopin, and when I'm seeing, you know. When it starts hitting over 120, I'm paying really close to it, but I'm getting it off before it ever gets to 125. Yeah. So I say in that 120, 125 range for me, that's the way we like to eat them. Now, you know, if you're a medium person or a medium, don't go past medium. Yeah. Not with a filet. Get you something, you know, get you something else. You're going to do that. Ribeye. Hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, tell I try to get everybody to eat it rare. That's where all, man, that's where all your taste is. You don't want, I mean, you don't want it bloody. You don't want it raw, but you want it. You know, you want that beef just to, to be nice and warm and pink on the inside. Yes. That's how that's I, how I, I want it a little it. bloody, personally. But it's not blood. Someone, we always get a question about that. It's not blood, right? No, it's not. No, it's not blood like the roasted yeah. cow. It's just. Juices. It's the natural juices in it. And it yeah. just happens to be that color because that's what color the meat is. Yeah. And people but assume it's blood. It's not. Yeah, it's not blood. I mean. I don't care. I'm, you're, you're, you're taking it. That's the way you want it. Yeah. I don't care whether it's blood or juice or what. Yeah. It's delicious. I want it just. I want you to take it to blue, and take one more step and pull mine off. So you're definitely rare. That's I'm rare, rare plus. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's that's a little. I mean, I, I, I'm I order rare. rare plus at a nice restaurant. It depends on where I'm at. I'm, yeah. When I'm ordering a steak, if I know they can really cook it good, yeah, I'll you know. If I'll, I know they're gonna hit the doneness, yeah. I say rare plus. I usually order sometimes medium, medium rare. rare. Depends on how I'm feeling. But I don't send it back ever. Ever. Because <laughs> there's no telling what they're going to do to it. <laughs> I'll just take it and eat around it or something. The, um, but so I also did this grilled salad with it. And we caught a little flack over doing a grilled salad. I, I guess Gordon well, Ramsay little, had made did we a know, People started commenting on Gordon Ramsay. Like, Gordon Ramsay would disapprove of this grilled salad. And I'm like... Who's Gordon Ramsay? Yeah. <laughs> Is he that guy who yells at people? Yes. Man, uh, what's he know? I was like, no, he's, I'm sure he's <laughs> one of the biggest chefs in the thinks. world. But yeah, yeah. I don't care. look, he's hey, a very accomplished I, chef, and he can cook a lot. But I really don't care if he likes my grilled salad. Or no, not. because I like it, and I'm telling <laughs> yeah. you what, don't don't knock that grilled romaine salad till mm -hmm. you try it, because you would be surprised how much steak or how much grill flavor it picks up after you've seared those steaks. It really oh, does. Great. The salad carries on. And it's not like wilty or slimy or anything. Well, I've Maybe had grilled, yeah, I've had grilled salad before and it was slimy or wilty or oily. That's because they put too much, they, they try to put olive oil or try to put something on it before they grill it. And then that does, it wilts it down real fast and it also makes it slimy. Yeah. Kind of like It's got that oily texture. I don't, if you're going to do that, just put it on at the end. Put your olive vinaigrette or however you're going to do it after over you've it after grilled you've it. grilled it. Because yeah. what, I mean, that lettuce is, the, the leaves of the lettuce is just picking up that grilled flavor. And it's not on there, I mean, maybe a minute total. I just did 30 seconds on one side, flipped it over, kind of pressed it down. You probably could have done a minute on each side, but I wouldn't care do it anymore yeah, than you, that. Yeah, you stand there with it. I mean, you don't walk off. It's not like, I mean, it's, it's not, it's nothing to it. Yeah. But it, all it is to do is get a little bit of that grilled flavor on the outside. So... When you pair it with the blue cheese dressing, when you know you add the bacon to it, it has that smoky grill taste. It's like a grilled to it. wedge or something. Yeah. Oh, a grilled wedge would be. A, I hadn't tried that, but I know that. Oh, would that be would be good. Too. Well, that's kind of what it was, but you were using romaine instead of iceberg. Yeah. 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 Because you use you blue cheese, bacon, yep. tomatoes. It's so it's the same style. It's in the yeah. style of a wedge salad. Um, but it looks really good. The presentation on that because it gets the d defined grill marks on it. Without making it wilty or you know yeah. losing any of the crunch, so the presentation <clears throat> on it was pretty cool. I thought it was really good, and with that bone-in fillet with the mushroom sauce over it, man, that's a great meal. And I like just if you're serving it just on a big platter or yeah. your, your my cutting board, and sitting that on the table, and us just sitting there and having it like that. We got it's a bottle really of wine open from the sauce. Yeah, I drank that one. A couple more bottles of wine. <laughs> Have a romantic dinner. Yeah, heck yeah. That's the way a barbecue guy spells romance. Yeah. Or about barbecue lady. You can. Oh, yeah. That would be a good one for the ladies to do for their husbands. Yeah. So, so, yeah, guys, drop some hints. We want to 
get your wife involved. Tell them you got this dinner. They can easily do. There's <laughs> nothing to it. All they got to do is howtobarbecuewrite.com. Yep. You can find it on the app, too. Well, what would you do? Would you do anything differently? I will say that um, when you're cooking something bone-in, you've really got to pay attention to those internal temps because that bone radiates a lot of heat. and It'll carry over fast. It'll carry over fast. Real fast, yeah. You don't want to, you know, you want to watch it. It's easy to overcook a filet, a bone-in filet, I would say. Yeah. I wouldn't change. I mean, having the good beef is the key on that one. Yeah. I mean, you could you could do it with a regular choice filet, but probably it probably wouldn't be as, I know it wouldn't be as good, yeah. but. And, you know, we had some audio issues the first time we filmed this video, and we kind of had an issue with our mic. Um, I hope you got them. I think I fixed them out. Ordered a new mic. I'm very disappointed in some of the production of that video, just because of the the audio. The audio was set on a bad setting. I didn't realize it, and it was going up and down and kind of, it wasn't. I didn't forget to hit record. (laughs) This one's on me. It just wasn't perfect, and I I apologize well, for that, and it won't happen again. Well, I'm not a perfect person, so. Well, yeah, but I strive for. <clears throat> I want it to be as good as it possibly can be. Yeah, well, I thought it turned out really well. I mean, yeah. I was, I mean, I was that's one thing I would do different, but that's not re- the recipe. Yeah. The sauce, the sauce makes that one too, though. You could, and you could put that mushroom sauce with any steak. I mean, don't. I mean, that's one you should try. Heck, strain it, put it on brisket. Heck yeah. Definitely. You can put it on any steak. You could serve it with like a hamburger steak and you know, be good. mashed potatoes yeah, or something. Yeah. Or it could do it with mashed potato sauce. That mm. It'd be really good. Oh, if you had like some Yukon mash and put that yeah. steak over it. We're trying to watch the carbs. So. Yeah, we're doing... Eat trying healthy. to eat balanced and healthy. 90% of the time. Yeah. 75. <laughs> 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 Last you night for dinner you cooked a flat iron. Was it a flank or a flat iron? It was a flat iron steak that yeah. I just put in a little bit of marinade and real simple. Mm-hmm. And I made a... Seasoned it with the chipotle, chipotle uh, rub that I think it was just a McCormick's that was in the pantry. I said, I'm going to mm-hmm. use this. Just Did you use any like AP or salt pepper? Because pep, I knew the, the marinade, I, I bought one of those steakhouse like marinades or whatever. It was a Casey Masterpiece, I think. Yeah. Just something quick, like one of those 30 minute marinades. Just to give that flat iron some flavor, I did jacquard it to kind of because a flat iron, it's like they cut them from like a chuck roast, and so it's you know has a little bit of marbling to it, but it, it can definitely be on the tougher side of steak. It's an inexpensive steak. Yeah, I think I paid fourteen bucks for you know almost a two pound flat iron steak, and it's perfect for a dinner, and just for you know for a cup for our four family. people would yeah, be for perfect. Our family, you yeah. know, two adults, two children would be perfect. Yeah, yeah. and I sliced it, cooked it. Cooked it on the. Oh, you, you know. had the perfect cooked on it. I, w- I wish I'd have taken a picture of it because I thought that was one of your. Yeah. For my taste, it was. It was on the rare side. That's why you're saying that. I cooked, <laughs> the, I cooked that on the rare side for you. But think about those flat irons. You can usually get, uh, you know, find some pieces to- yeah. out towards the ends that are, more that are a little more cooked. I mean, I try to keep it pretty even across it, but heck, I don't. I don't do nothing to those. They're just like four minutes on each side. And that's yeah. it. And I made. Um, Temp it when it when you see 120, pull it off. And now, I, you do have to go, I will say this, those, a tougher cut of steak like that, like your flat iron or your sirloin or something like that, is better on the rare side. Yes, yeah. Because once you go further than that, you can't chew it. But, the, but you jacarded it. Yeah, the jacarded. It was really tender. Oh, yeah, it melted your mouth. You, could, yeah. you didn't need to knock the cut either. Yeah. And it was just a Kroger flat iron. Comes in like a little cryback package. I, would, I like whenever some I of your the, other marinades better. Whenever I see those on sale, I always buy a couple of them and have them in the freezer because it's a quick dinner. We threw, you threw some what, green beans and mushrooms in the in the oven and roasted them. Mm-hmm. And then we had a little packet of brown rice. That was It was brown rice and quinoa. Quinoa. <laughs> I'm not sure what that is. I don't know, but this has a lot of health benefits. Heck so. yeah, it does. Kind of, it's, what, is that why I'm feeling good today? Yeah, that's quinoa? exactly why I'm okay. feeling good. Need to have another pack of that sometime. Yeah. But yeah, that's a good dinner. Yeah. But um, this past weekend was Labor Day. A lot of people were cooking. A lot of people were cooking Jack Daniels ribs, apparently. Oh, that's good. Hey, Jack Daniels ribs are awesome. We didn't really do uh, any cooking this weekend because we went to Alabama for a wedding. Yeah, and that then went we, good. Yeah, and then when we came back Sunday, 
We just kind of rested. Roll tight. <laughs> Roll tight. I did. <laughs> we did get to watch Alabama play in Alabama. In Alabama, yeah, at the, at the Muscle Shoals. Where was that? Marriott Resorts and Spa. Swampers Bar. Swampers Bar. Yeah. We watched they had the a game. live band. It was fun. Man, yeah. Heck yeah. I, now, before that night was over, I was hollering real tight. People probably thought I was crazy. <laughs> the only time in my life I would ever say that. You were drinking whiskey and beers. And draft beers. <laughs> when in Alabama. I don't. You don't have to be in Alabama for that. To drink whiskey and beer? Yeah. <laughs> whiskey with a beer backer? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was ordering it. Hey, that lady liked us at the bar. Oh, yeah. They always do, baby. Always do. <laughs> I was entertaining. I was singing louder than the people singing, I think. And um, David Magnus brought over a pork shoulder. Was that Monday? That was Labor Day, yeah. 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 He was practicing. That shoulder had some flavor. Man, he cooked it like so. It was a whole pork shoulder, right? He was practicing for NBN contest, correct? Yeah, and he—I mean—he usually cooks butts, but he wanted to. He's been working on adding a whole shoulder to his repertoire, and he just wanted me to taste it and see if the flavor was on point. Because I, you know, kind of coached him a little bit, coached him up, and man, I'll tell you what—he uh—he had a homemade cooker, and he's been cooking on these drums in contests, like you know, just a, the homemade version of, of uh, the big Papa Kid drum, what it is. And the drum gives me so much flavor. It does. I mean, it's an authentic barbecue. You get that, like it's cooked, you know, the coals there, the smokes there, all those elements that you want in good barbecue you get from a drum smoker. And he had built, he had this old homemade pit that he'd made. And it's the same way. It's not, it's indirect cooking in the point that the coals are just, they're below the meat, but they're far enough below. It's distance. Yeah, it's yeah. distance, just like a drum. So then that's what got him thinking about. He said, man... I got this old cooker, and you know, I, and I don't cook on it anymore. But when I was thinking about it, it just because it's big, it's on a trailer and all that, and yeah. it's easier to take the drums to a contest. But he was thinking, you know, he wanted something he could call shoulders on. He said, "What do you think if I use this?" And he always put like a so big water on pan a drum in he it. Cooked this. No, it was on that old-fashioned pit. That's why the whole thing was he was testing that pit. He said it ran about two fifty the whole time, but he didn't run it with a water pan. Normally, he put a pan in there. So he did. I said, "Man, just let that let that shoulder render, let it drip on those coals, create that. You know, it's got the distance there, just like a drum. And man, those shoulders had an awesome flavor. They did. Awesome flavor. That's a Memphis May winning flavor. Yeah, and I was I thinking would, that. <laughs> it, it, that gets me to thinking. You know, I got that little hog cooker. If I can cut that water pan out, <laughs> yeah, and cook over them coals. No, but, but it's a good man. That, that shoulders be better. Shoulder, he brought them over. And I broke them down. Kind of showed him. Went through it muscle by muscle, showed him the good pieces of a shoulder and how to present it. So, but the flavor he got on the outside of that bark with that glaze that's and what everything. You want. Yeah, that's, that's that what you want. is the winning the winning combination of flavors right there. The bark was set just right, and you know a good dry cooker will set a bark on on a yeah. shoulder. It was, or any cut of meat, dry cookers are great for brisket. You know, yeah. well, that was that was pretty much our Labor Day. Well, yeah. all, we, all I did was watch football. <laughs> That was it. I watched, you know, we had a game Sunday night. There's a game Monday night. Got to watch NFL last night. So, I mean, I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah. I'm loving it. Feels like fall. I'm just ready for a little bit cooler weather. Yeah. I am too. I'm normally not, but I'm I'm over it this year. I'm ready. I'm ready for fall. I'm ready for sweaters. I'm ready for pumpkins. And normally I'm not ready to let go of summer, but... I'm ready for the SCA championship. That's what we're going to yeah, talk about. Yeah, that's what we're right? going to talk about. So That's a very nice segue, Malcolm. <laughs> so, the SCA, I don't State know exactly. State Association. That's it. I don't know exactly when it started. I'm guessing five or six years ago, probably. Well, Brett told us that they used to cook a lot of um, steak contests in Texas, and there was a bunch of different contests. They were just kind of pop-up contests. There wasn't necessarily one sanctioning body. Um and so that's where Brett and Ken decided to actually create one unified sanctioning body, one set of judging rules, you know, just kind of... Standardize Yeah, everything. standardize it. I'm glad they did. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. And they, so they started having their, their end of the year kind of world championship where all their contests, the winners of them, got to come in. They got to compete for a nice chunk of change. I think, man, this year, I think... Fifteen? I think the, the first place, I think, is ten grand. Yeah. You cook one steak and win ten grand, but they're actually doing it a little different this year. The, in the years previous, it's just been one cook. We showed up, you know. It's just a regular things. steak contest. It's just with higher steaks. That was it. Yeah. First time we went. Um, well, I, first time you made it, you it was your first cook 
SEA cook. First SEA cook ever. Yeah, I won. And that was over at uh, the Dog yeah, Trap. The Great American Stakeout is what they called it. It was the, uh, the we called the Dog Trap. It's yeah. Southland Gaming. It's a casino and dog park now. Yeah, in West Memphis, Arkansas. And the payout was so good. We were cooking barbecue, but the payout on that was incredible. I mean, it was like eight grand. No, it was four grand the first year. Was it four grand the yeah. first year? But they matched. And so the Kingsford matched. That was the big of the year. The payout was four. The Kingsford oh, matched yeah, that's four. that's right. You're so right. So it was eight total, $8,000 to enter the stake. And you you put up, I think it was 150 bucks to enter. And they gave you 20 ribeyes. And then you had a shot at winning eight grand. And I was like, hmm. So me and Waylon said, you know what? We, we might as well go over there and do that. And all of us cooked it. I said, $150 to enter? Man, we can put three entries, you know, three entries in, still yeah. not. And get, what did we get, like 60 steaks? 60 ribeyes. Because that was their big thing. They had a sponsor, a meat sponsor, that was giving everybody steaks. So you got 60 ribeyes. We did three entries. We still paid less than we do with the cooking case. <laughs> yeah. We had 60 ribeyes. And then we just, they want you to cook them for the public. So, you know, they, or they want you to and give out did. samples and, 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 you know, and we did, man. We gave out a ton. You had a little yeah. box with a place for them to put tickets or vote for you or whatever, who had a good state. And so we just started, we took Weber's over there. I think we had, we had three Weber's and this old Charbroil grill that Charbroil sent me to yeah. do, you know, some, a couple of cooking videos on. And we took that over there and, and the steaks they gave us were these bone-in ribeyes and. Um, did you have to cut the bone out or did they do no it? no it had to be bone in that was okay. their rule you had to turn it in with the bone in that's the only contest you had to do that on and so we cooked a few of them you know gave them out to the public did all that and I said ma'am you know run mine a little bit under on this one because I was there was a thinner ribeye with that bone in it because they were still 16 ounces and I looked up and won the whole thing first contest <laughs> to ever in the state eight grand eight grand and I was like wow this was and the, the trophy was Oh, Massive. it was the it's the Guinness it set the Guinness record for the world's biggest trophy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so are you in the Guinness Book of World Records? Is winning the world's biggest trophy? I don't trophy? think they gave me credit. SCA <laughs> <laughs> or the dog track probably. Got yeah. Um, we actually couldn't fit that trophy in our house because you only got the top part. Of got, it. I got like the top twelve feet. Yeah. Which was crazy. I mean, it was at still, our old house, we couldn't fit it in. How do we get that home? Do we? Do, Oh, we had the trailer. Oh, we stuck it in the trailer because we did take. We take the red trailer and we like tailgated and hung out. That's right because we were watching football. We went there and set up a tailgate. That's all we did. (laughs) TV, satellite, you know, the whole nine yards. I brought dips and yeah, and little because there was no way we were going to win, but we did, and that was the last chance that year to qualify. The next weekend was was the Fort Worth contest. And here's another situation where (coughs) where where Shell kind of gets the shaft is we had already lined up a catering gig for a friend's wedding the next weekend. <laughs> she gets the shaft. <laughs> we oh. had this catering gig. I mean, we bought the food. I mean, everything was lined out for it. And um, Malcolm, that weekend, that weekend, he wins. And they said, well, you can go next weekend to Fort Worth. And yes or this. no. Yeah. It was like, yes or no. You have to tell us right now because we're going to let the next person go. I wasn't a member of this. Yeah, you had to sign up yeah. right then. Prove that you paid your dues yeah. or whatever and say yes or no, you're going. Well, you had to say yes. Well, yeah, because there's a shot at 15 grand that yeah. time. And world championships. And world championships. Yeah. So I was like, heck yeah, I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> I got $8,000 in my pocket. I'm going to Fort Worth. It's going to be great, you know. Yeah. So, so I had to stay behind and miss the first year. In hindsight, I'm probably glad, but I had to stay behind and miss the first year so I could cook a, a, wet, a caterer wedding by myself. Man. That was a little tough, but I made it. I made it there. Turned out great. The, the catering did, didn't it? Yeah, the catering turned out good. The SCA, the World Championship, did not turn out great for us. <laughs> so what happened? So, well, for one, when we left, it was coming to take a monsoon. And all, from Memphis all the way across Arkansas, it was raining so hard, the cars just pulled over, like hiding out underneath the, the overpasses yeah, and bad. the whole thing. Our windshield wipers failed on us, and we had to stop and try to get them fixed. And <laughs> this is your old truck. Yeah, yeah this is my. It was, yeah, this is my the, the truck before this one I have now. So we get over there, and I don't know anybody in state cooking world at the time. You know, there's I mean, there's a few people I may have kindly knew who they were, but I never met any of these guys. I knew a few that qualified from our area. That was uh, Eric Johnson, Camo Cookers, and those guys. They were in state cooking then. 
Yeah, that and, was from Arkansas. and Rick Dalton, yeah, his Rick wife. Yeah, Rick Dalton, his wife. And, uh, yeah, so, I, so I knew a few people. Yeah. But it was few and far between. You know, there's there's a hundred and something people there cooking. Yeah. Most of them were Texas, Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, we, you know, we went did the contest. It was at Billy Bob's. And we got us a hotel downtown Fort Worth. We drive over there because on Friday night, they do this... <clears throat> They do this team introductory thing to where they play music. You know, you pick out a song. They'll play music. They'll call your team name out. You walk up on stage, and everybody's cheering for you, and they introduce you and all that. That's pretty cool, really. Yeah, it is. And they have a dinner and all that. So, you know, we go to that. It's over right at Billy Bob's, you know, the world's largest honky-tonk. <laughs> it's a fun place. Yeah. It's a fun place. And uh, so we go to that dinner, and we come back out. The truck won't start. I'm talking about dead, like dead, dead. Turn it over, nothing. And I was like, man, what, well, you know, what's it, batteries or what? Turns out it was these uh, temperature sensors in the exhaust system, and when they go out, you're dead in the water. The truck won't do nothing. Would the rain have caused that to go out? Or no, it was just, just it was, just happened yeah, to be. That, it was, just happened to be that the way that new Digum Def system is on things and emissions crap, they put all this stuff on. Oh, don't get me into that. I don't want to sit here talking about it. Same truck wouldn't start. But, yeah, some truck wouldn't start. So we had to Uber back to the hotel, and then the next day, I was supposed to be cooking, you know, in the state contest. Well, I got Waylon with me, and his wife's with us, and we, I put them on a mission to get the truck fixed. So we had to find a wrecker service, and then they had to tow it to a dealership, and then, of course, you know, they didn't have the parts. Turns out, the parts that, well, they had the parts to fix it, but... And they but, fixed it. Well, they taken the parts out, they damaged the housing. And they didn't have the housing. So the good news is we got the parts to fix it. Bad news is we our, one of our mechanics broke the housing, and so we've got a housing, but it's 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 in Memphis. We got we can't. We got, <laughs> I'm like you got to be. <laughs> so you've been telling me about it. if I was back at home, it wouldn't be no problem. So I had to. It turns out we had to leave our truck after a whole day thing. Well, so first I'm out of there. All, you still, had to cook. Still raining. You know, it's still pouring raining. Rain. You had to set up by yourself cook by yourself, turn in by yourself. Waylon showed up right as I was going to put the steak out on the end of the day. I'd been out there since 8 a.m. and, you know, doing my thing. They, well, that that particular contest, they wanted you to cook for the public again. Mm -hmm. so and I cooked, they had a, like, I a one bite. all day. Just, <laughs> and I had a one bite challenge. I did like a shrimp and grits thing in yeah. that. I mean, that's pretty much, I just did a demo all day. <laughs> I mean, I had, you know, people coming by. I mean, it was fun, but it was raining. The weather made it miserable. I still had a good time at the contest. And so Waylon shows back up right at the end. Uh, and then, we, so we cook steak, you know, and do our thing on that, turn it in. We come in, 13th. I think it was 13th. Yeah, 13th. That's pretty good. Out, out of all those teams, first time, second contest was the SEA World Championship. I did 13th. So I was like, man, I got this steak thing figured out, you know, <laughs> no problem. And then, so we ended up having to rent a van to come back home. I had to leave my truck. We rented, I think it was a Honda Odyssey. And we had it packed because, you know, we brought tents and two grills and all. That was back, you know, we weren't downsized at all. We had a ton of crap. <laughs> yeah. Packed it a in this van, tents. drove it all the way back from Fort Worth. And then the next week, was, my truck was finally ready. I think it took them, I don't know, it was a whole other week. Yeah. But luckily, my dad and mom said they wanted to take a little trip, so they volunteered to go over there and get it and bring it back. Because we had to work, you know. That was really... So that really was my first. That was my first state championship. So the next year, we that's what happens when you leave shell behind. Just remember yeah, that. Yeah, I know. I'm not doing that anymore. Didn't <laughs> set in two weeks. <laughs> 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 I better not break down in Murphy's. I got plenty of friends up there, so. Won't you know, actually, okay. we did break down the last time we went to we Murphy's. We did Park. in that same truck. We blew, yeah, same truck. And Jamie put a bunch of um, zip ties. <laughs> zip ties. He zip tied that. Yeah. I don't know. He tied the, the transmission housing. on or something. Yeah, it was the turbo <laughs> It blew them. It was crazy. Well, it sounded like a bomb blew up going up that hill. But uh, we got it. <clears throat> Luckily, we got yeah. it fixed. Yeah, we got that fixed. And actually, you always get it fixed. They didn't break nothing taking it yeah. off that time. So, um, but to make it to the world championship, like you said, you had to either win a contest, win a SEA sanctioned contest, or be in the top percentile of points right yeah so you can't just show up and cook this no no you yeah. can't well see the, so the next year I, I cooked a few more but we still that dog track contest come back up and i was like well 
Uh, chances are probably slim that I'm going to win again, but let's go back over there. 150 bucks to get in. We'll yeah. get 20 ribeyes. We can go there tailgate, set up TVs, watch football It'll games. It'll be fun. Drink a bunch of beer, gamble if we want to. Turns out, did all that. Turns, did all that. Turns out, at the end of the day, I won again. <laughs> so I was like, man, you got you know, this is it. You know, it wasn't quite as big a payday, but it still it was, it like was four six grand, grand six grand, grand that time. So they drop it down because Kingsford. Well, I was thinking Kingsford was going to match, and it was going to be twelve grand. But it turns out it was only six. So yeah. In two years, I done won fourteen thousand dollars at this one contest. Cooking steaks at the dog track. I was like, I come out. I'm not gambling. I'm not doing anything. But once again, we qualified for another SCA, and so I got to go back. And you that, didn't go back that year. There was one no, year you skipped. because you know why I didn't go back. It was the same weekend as the Jack, yes, and we had we already qualified, qualified to Jack. go to the Jack. And you know, I'm not going. Now I love SCA, but if I got a chance to go to the Jack, I'm going to the Jack. Yeah, There's no everybody way. is. That's why they moved. So I had, so yeah. I had to give it away that year, but I still got my six grand. I forgot about drive. that. Yeah. And then after that, we started cooking more of these. We've kind of mm-hmm. added. This year, heck, I've cooked more SCAs than I had barbecue. I've only cooked like six, seven barbecues this year. Yeah. But I've cooked, heck, probably a dozen SCAs. What's all said and done, I'll probably have almost 20 cooked. Yeah, because you've got six, six lined up, up this yeah. week, this yeah. month. Plus the championship, mm-hmm. plus the world food. And then you got two after the championships on yeah. the schedule, too the dog track and the. Um, I'm, I'm going back to the dog track. That's my money <laughs> contest. <laughs> And I, so we cooked it the, even the next year. So three years in a row, I've cooked that contest. Yeah. Three years. Last year, I knew I wouldn't go win. There's no way they're gonna let this guy. They they banned me from Arkansas. <laughs> if I You're won almost hoping you didn't win. But Mark Williams won third, I think, last yeah. year. So I was I was just excited for him as winning third. Well, almost as excited yeah. when I won it. I don't think you was with me the second time. You mm-hmm. stayed home. Stayed She's home. like, you ain't got a chance to win this. Well, I forgot. Maybe my mom came to town, or there was something going on. Yeah. And I was, or maybe I was just like, I just can't do it. That year, we didn't <laughs> take a trailer. We had to strap that big trophy. I know that. Now, luckily, there I'm, is a picture of you strapping that big trophy to the roof yeah, of the truck. Yeah, that's the same truck that broke down. I mean, it was. It hung out over the front of the truck, like it was in the <laughs> bed, all the way up over the cab. We, we took it. We took it across the bridge through Memphis and back to Mississippi. <laughs> With that thing's uh, ratchet strapped to the top. Now our house has higher ceiling, so we, we So have I've got that, that one trophy, yeah. yeah. Brad has uh, my first trophy at the butcher shop. And because it, he's just, it's a shade showing it off up there for me. And then I got the other one in my office. Um, and there, you know, we love going to Fort Worth. That's one of my favorite towns. The second time we went back. Was last year. We all went as yeah. steak team. And we've gone that two was years for the MBBQA. Yeah, they've had the MBBQA conference yeah. there at so the River a, Ranch. Is that where it is? Yeah. Yeah. So we've spent a lot of time in Fort Worth the past couple of years. I love I love Fort Worth. I'm excited to go back here in a few yeah. weeks. They've got... Man, it might be touristy, that one little area, but I like it. I love it. You go into a bar and there's an armadillo dressed as a cowboy sitting right beside where you're drinking your beer. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> and you have everybody wears cowboy hats. Yeah, everybody. That's like, just the thing. I heck, I got me one when I went last year. Me and Wayland dressed up for the. <laughs> we put on our best cowboy does to go to the the banquet last year. Did They're going to be different this year. It's going to be uh, like a red carpet at Billy Bob's. We're yeah. going to roll out the red carpet and have it like a. You know, you see like one of those the Oscars old, or yeah, something. Yeah, Oscars award shows. Just cameras. a little trashier. <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. I hope, yeah. they, I hope they got the music played. Yeah. But they're doing a dinner at Billy Bob's. Then it's going to be, uh, who's there's a guy playing that night. I'm not sure what uh, his name is. I don't know. I looked it up. It wasn't anybody that I was like real crazy about. Yeah. They have some good music there, though. Yeah. But I like going, man, there's such good food to eat down there in the stockyards. We, um, what's the name of the place we always go to? Horseshoe Hill. The Horseshoe Hill, yeah. They have a great chicken fried steak. Man, they do chicken fried steak with like these different ways you can get it topped. And of course you can get it with, you know, the white gravy like it's pretty traditional. When I say chicken fried steak, it's as big as the platter it comes mm-hmm. on. It's huge. It's as big as your head. They take a, they take a tenderized steak and beat it out, I'm guessing. Where it's, it's Yeah, it's huge. Then they batter it and fry it. The one I like is topped with a chili relania. Yeah. So it has like chili relaino, like cheese dip. A really good chili relaino too. Yeah, yeah. But they have one that's like chili con carne or whatever. Yeah. It's like, you know, thick, hearty Texas chili. They have all different stuff they put on them. But what I, you know, one thing we've come to like, and a lot of people, 
they don't know what to think about it is the calf fries. Yeah. Man. I wanted to try them. I never tried calf fries. It was one of the first times we went to Fort Worth. And I was like, let's, get, let's try them. And we got them. And I never expected them to be so tender. Hey, it, you know, they, the Rocky Mountain oysters or calf fries, whatever you want to call them, they're, they're awesome. They are. They are. I never would have thought it. And I would have <laughs> I would have told you, nope, I'm not eating it. But, man, they're good. They're good. I don't, they serve them with the white gravy. You kind yeah. of dip them in it. And I put a little hot sauce on them. They're like, it's like a fried oyster. It's it probably is. the closest thing you could get. It makes sense oysters. why they yeah. call them Rocky Mountain oysters. Yeah, because, because they have that same look, the same, the same texture. texture. They just melt in your mouth. Yeah. And, I mean, hey, I never would have, I never would have thought that I would have liked those, and then you know, but we've we've tried them at uh, what Risky's. Uh, we've tried them there at Hilltop. We've we tried them. We've tried them several places. Wherever we go in Fort Worth that that has them on the menu, I always order them. I mean, I call me crazy. I like them. I'm not a picky eater. We went to a steakhouse so. down there. That was right, right down the street from Billy Bob's. And Cattleman's. Like, yeah, Cattleman's. It Man, it was. I was thinking, you know, you go to Fort Worth, you're gonna get a big steak. It's gonna be good. You're down there in the stockyards. Man, heck no, it was it terrible. Sucked. That was the worst. That was the food. only place that I and, and good, the service was bad and like the place was just kind of nasty. And, I'm not one to talk bad about a place. That place sucked. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Don't waste your time or money. Yvonne got. She like ordered a drink and there was a bug in her drink and she kind of. Made it, you know, said, Hey, there's a bug in my drink, and they brought it again. There was another bug in her drink. So, yeah, she just tapped out after that. <laughs> She's like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Um, there's also uh, Joe T. Garcia's. That's not really in the stockyard. It's but, right down the street from yeah. not even a mile. Is it? Is it a mile? Probably not. I think we've walked there. Joe T.'s is a Mexican restaurant, and it seats. I want to say 1,800 yeah. people. Like they rent out rooms for events. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. The cool thing about that restaurant, it's just a family-owned Mexican restaurant. But cash only. They, <laughs> cash only. Yeah, bring it. Yeah, they got ATM, but it's cash only. Margaritas are awesome. And they only have two things. You can get fajitas or you can get enchiladas. That's, that's it. That's it. But it comes with, like, you get a couple tacos, you get the beans and rice, everything gets, They bring you know, something, it's like a nacho. They call it a nacho. It's but it's like, like a big tortilla with cheese melted on it. It's, it's really good. good. And I, I like, I love that style because there's not, you know, one thing you go to a Mexican restaurant, they got four pages of stuff, combinations one through 700. Yeah. And you don't know, I mean, it's all <laughs> just versions of the same stuff. Yeah. I like the way Joe T's does it. Because, you know, either you're going to get nacho or either fajitas or you're going to get enchiladas, and that's it. They make your mind up for you. And those margaritas are really, really dangerous, <laughs> to be completely honest. Oh, yeah. We, um, we had gotten there a little early last year, and we went to Billy Bob's and had, like, a couple beers. You know, just to loosen things up. Wait on everybody to get ready. Got to drink Lone Star when I'm yeah, in Texas. Yeah, had a couple Lone Stars, and then we went to Joe T's and had a couple margaritas. And there was a mariachi band wandering around, and they stopped right at our table. <laughs> What'd you say? Do you know Hotel California? <laughs> and they started playing, and you started singing. I wish somebody had a video of that. I caught, like, the very tail end of it. I sang the Spanish. I don't speak Spanish, but I, that night I sang this whole <laughs> Spanish version to the whole rest. The restaurant stopped. And, like, at the end of it, did a standing ovation. <laughs> And I was like, I don't know, this one was out of body. You were a hundred percent. Like you were giving was, it your all. I could have joined the band that night. And the <laughs> key is like you need about six little stars and about four margaritas. Joe T margaritas. Yeah. And then I'm full blown mariachi mode. <laughs> if they would have gave me a guitar, I would have played it too. I would have been walking around with a sombrero, the jacket, the little tassels on it swinging, the whole night. <laughs> it would have been I think that might be a Third act for you. <laughs> Mary Ocean. Hey, I can pull it off. I can see the Grande Gringos, Mary Ocean. Yeah. <laughs> you don't walk around and do I it. You just kind of stay in one spot yeah. and do it, though. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, some other good places that we've had there. Uh, we tried that Burger Love place. It was okay. Yeah, it's right there you know, in the stockyard. Chef Kevin Love. He's got a couple of restaurants no, it's there. Not Kevin Love. Or Tim. Tim Love or something Tim like Love. that. Something. It's something like that. Yeah, he's got that lonesome the dove. I've been trying. Yeah, it was okay. I like the guy playing music there too. That was what. That's what's cool about Fort Worth. There's such a good music scene too. Yes. So if you like, you know, both kinds of music, country and western, you can get it there. <laughs> and then, um, you know, they have the cows. The long you, know, you gotta go you know. see the cows walk. That's just a, if you've never been to the stockyards, man, it's a cool, it's a cool little area. Yeah. 
I really like it. And I know it's probably very touristy, especially if you live in that part, you know. Yeah, I'm sure. It's like I'm going sure. to Graceland. People yeah. Know, they, there's regular folks probably never go through there. But. I get it, but I enjoy it. I have so much fun when we go over there. We walk up and down the stockyards. We usually get a hotel right there, and you can walk up and down the stockyards, do a little shopping, get you a drink, you know. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm ready. And there's usually a lot of people we know hanging out, and it, it's a lot of fun. Um, last year, we need to give a shout-out to Eric Hodson. He uh, bores night out. He, he is the world. He is the current ranking world champion stake man. He so. is, of the SCA. Yeah, he's, and he's, from, to prove it. he's from our area. Yeah, so. White Lightning. Yeah. That's, that's white Lightning, that's the key. Bores night out, White Lightning. <laughs> they put it on everything, just like Frank's house. <laughs> You know, one thing we did do last time we were, one time when we were in Fort Worth, we snuck off. I think it was one time when we went to the MBQA conference. We went to Eddie V's. Oh, yeah. And that was, that's a chain restaurant. We didn't know it at the time, but. You know, Eddie V's Prime Seafood. Yeah. That's what it's called. And it's owned by the same group that does Capital Grill. Capital Grill is awesome. You want to go to a steakhouse. For a chain steakhouse. Yeah. It's it's really good. Eddie V's was just the same way, except it was like fine dining seafood. Yeah. And man, they had some stuff in there. What was that drink? You had a. It was a smoked bourbon. It came something. out on like a wood board, covered up. No, the board, and it had like a little piece of something on it that was smoldering, smoking. And they had the piece of cup wood up on top of that to lock it in. Yeah. Is that what they did? I don't remember. But the server took that off, and all the smoke, I mean, the smoke was in there, and then the smoke just comes away and kind of. You breathe that in, and then you yeah. drink that drink. Man, it was good. It was. I forgot what bourbon it used, too. Uh, I think it was Blanton's, I think. Was it? Yeah, it was that's really good what, bourbon. That's probably why, yeah. Yeah. But that was, I was really impressed with Eddie V's. If I find another one of those, I definitely want to that's go That's the only one I've, you know, I know of. I'm sure yeah. there's other ones in the country, but... Their service is really I'm, good at both... i go back to Eddie V's. Okay. They're going to twist your arm <laughs> after we win this world championship. All right, I'm in. That's the, okay, that's the deal right there. Okay. If I if win you that, win, if I win the Eddie SCA, V's on me. All right. We get some fish. I forget what Smoke all we had. Bourbon. We had like, man, they had. We had a bisque. Six or seven different type, like species of raw oysters. That was a highlight to me. The, yeah. the seafood bisque was good. Yeah. I had a redfish dish. Man, it was good. I don't remember what you had. I think you had. Mahi maybe or yeah, something? Or a grouper. Or it some, like it was yeah. Grouper. That's been a while ago, but it was. I it's remember ago, being yeah. like really impressed with Capital Grill and that place. The service is excellent. I know the it's food a, is yeah. very good. It, oh, you pay for you pay for that service. You do. Man, it's, it's worth it. You do. It's a special, you know. I ain't going every week. But. Yeah, it's like an anniversary, birthday type place. You know, special occasion type place, world championship type. That's right. You win the world place. championship, get somewhere nice. So that we're, we'll be in Fort Worth in what two weeks, three yeah, weeks? I think so, two yeah. weeks. So we're looking. So if anybody's to that. in that area wants to come out, come out to the World Championship. Yeah. Look for state teams. Well, this we'll year they're there. doing they're cooking Saturday and, and Sunday. Sunday because, yeah, and it's at it's at a new location actually. It's still close to the stockyards. Is it like the Panther Panther Park or yeah. something like that? It's right on the little river that runs through, uh, separates the stockyards from kind of the downtown area. And they've got like outdoor pavilion. There's going to be bands. There's going to be stuff for the kids. There's, I mean, it's going to be a festival type thing. The atmosphere they're yeah. going for two days of cooking, and uh, we're cooking the first. The way they have it this year, they're breaking it up into kind of two divisions. So you know, you'll have a. I think it's four divisions actually. They're taking they're taking the, all the teams that's in the in the world championship, splitting them up into four groups taking the top 10 from each four group, and they cook on Sunday. Yeah. So on Saturday, we'll find out if you made the top 10 in your group. And then you'll cook against 40 more people Sunday. And then right after that, they're doing the, the kickoff classics, what it is. It's like the first contest that counts towards next year's championship. Yeah. And it's a whole totally separate contest. And um, I think it pays out pretty good, too. It's a pretty good you know, overall purse. So do you sign up for the Sunday contest separately? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't sign up for that. I you sign could, up for that. I I'm going to be there. I'm cooking it. Yeah, I mean, I, I could sign up for that. Yeah, anybody, anybody can cook that one on Sunday. Yeah. So if anybody's out there, just because you're not cooking in the World Championship, if you want to come cook in Fort Worth, on Sunday, go to the website, yeah. sign up for the Sunday contest, and boom, you got a chance. So um, 
win, lose, or draw, you're cooking on Sunday, regardless. Regardless, yeah. And you might be cooking too. Might be cooking too. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. I that hope. seems really fair to break it down into four sections. Yeah. And then have the best of those go head to head. That seems be like really yeah. fair. Instead I'm of. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go to Fort Worth. <laughs> well, you got a lot of practice coming up, so that's yep. good. I'm going to be on it. Well. You know what? There might be another week in between. I think it's the first week of October. It it's is. not three weeks, so it's the first week in October. I don't even know where we are. I yeah. have to look at my calendar. We're about September. Oh, today, happy birthday to my mom and dad. They're both their birthdays today. Oh, yeah. I got to call them when we get through this podcast. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Mike and Donna Reed. <laughs> their birthday is on the same day. What's the chances Isn't that of that? crazy? Yeah. They shared the same birthday. They're, it makes it easier for you. Yeah, really easy. <laughs> One day to remember. One dinner to take them out to. Yeah, that's right. I think we're going to go to Capitol Grill. Sounds good, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'm in. So what else are we talking about, Shell? That's, that's all I got. Let's talk about what we got coming up. So this weekend you're doing two contests. You're going to Arkansas tonight. Where in Arkansas? Fordyce, Arkansas. Fordyce, Arkansas. Didn't you cook that one like? It was cooking cooking on the cotton belt, and it was back a year ago in the spring, I think. Didn't Mike and Kendall, Kendall ride yeah, with you there or something? Them, yeah, was that last year or the year before last? Last year in springtime. Yeah. And, uh, so you've cooked this one before. I've been over there before, yeah. It's not too far from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. And it's then you're coming back tonight. Coming back tonight, going to Millington, Tennessee, to goat, cooking in the goat pen. That's what they call it. Cooking and, uh, in the goat pen. Tomorrow. Is that tomorrow? Yeah. And then after that, we've got the uh, Alcorn County Fair State Cook-Off in Corinth, Mississippi. That's next, next weekend. weekend. And that's our son's yeah, birthday. Yeah, that's going to be a good contest. Uh Everybody that's in that area should come out and cook. What's the Corner. entry fee for that one? 150 bucks. 150 bucks. $100,000 payout. Saturday. What's the date on that? The 15th, August, yeah, September so. 15th. Yeah. Because um, it's Michael's birthday. Corinth, Mississippi. Yeah, Corinth, Mississippi. Come out and cook a steak. How many people do they have? 20? Uh, I imagine they'll have 30. You know, right now, I don't think it's put about 18, 20 signed yeah. up, but. Another week, they'll pick up some more. It'll be over 30, I bet. Yeah. But still, that'd be a great one. It's the first time contest, and it's, yeah. The, it's um, got the fair there. There's a rodeo. There's a band. I mean, it's a whole... It's bring a the whole family. Come cook a steak. Yeah. I know they're they're wanting to make it real successful. We're friends with we, the organizers. Yeah, we, so. need more con- we need more steaks in the area, in this yeah. area, so... We're trying to help them interested. and support them, and... Come get your cook on. And then you're going to Murfreesboro. Then I'm going to Murfreesboro, 17th Illinois. Street, so, yeah. and Mike and a, Amy Mills contest. You know, that's a triple contest, really. It's yeah. a steak cook-off on, on Friday, and then on Saturday they do a KCBS and the NBN at the same time. Mm-hmm. So you can cook three contests at one location. We're only doing the steak on Friday. Me and Waylon will do steak, and then we're going to do Killer Hogs, KCBS. Yeah. And it's a, man, you talk Knock about... the dust off. That contest... It's one of the best contests that I've ever, ever been to. Now, I love the Jack Daniels. Don't get me wrong. The World Championship's fun. Royal, Memphis and Maine, all that. But as far as hospitality goes and, you know, the people just taking care of you and it being a really cool atmosphere, that Murfreesboro 17th Street uh, contest is awesome. Yeah, and you get to go to, if you get hungry, you go to 17th Street. Yeah, get some good barbecue. They have a big fish fry for teams. I mean, it's just a, man, it's a fun time. It is. It's a real fun contest. It's a cool little town. Murfreesboro's a small little town. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, well, really, to get the closest hotel, you have to go to Carbondale, which is, what, 30, 45 minutes away? Yeah, it's not that Yeah, maybe 20. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's not bad. But. It's so, cool. Yeah. It's, a, it's a real fun time. And that's, a, that's a good one to bring a family out to. There's so much going on there. Yeah. I mean, everybody, it's like everybody in town comes out to that one, it seems like. It's huge. And there's so, a lot of teams. And the weekend after that... There's three, it's off. There's actually four state contests I can do that weekend. Like a Friday, a Saturday, and two on a Sunday. So, you know, depending on how... How things are going, how yeah. the wind's blowing. How the wind's blowing. I may cook four. Wow. That'd be a real good tune-up, wouldn't it? No, I don't know. I may just take off and watch football. <laughs> That's what That's what you want to do? <laughs> I just figured I to pick, you're going to make that decision that week based on how you feel. Yeah. If I get my tail kicked these next three weeks, I want or two you weeks. You might well be looking for redemption. Uh, okay. I ain't going down to fight. <laughs> well, that's what all I had today. Well, 
I'll tell you what, Shell. I'm going to go win a state today and tomorrow. Yes, and uh, yes. we'll check back in with you next week, right? What's your total? Let's say you win both. $2,000. No. Four Dice, I think, is only $500 payout. Oh, it's a little, first place. That's why yeah, I only have a few people. It's a little on the low side as far as the payout goes in state. And then... Um, but the goat days is 1000 bucks. So you could possibly come home with $1,500. $1, that wouldn't be a bad weekend. Uh-uh. Go buy than, some groceries. Yeah. That'll get us to Fort Worth. That'll get, hey, that'll get some, yeah, heck yeah, we'd have a good time in Fort Worth. And then you can win that one, that'll get us back home. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and Eddie B. And Eddie B. Well, hey, we appreciate everybody listening today. Shell, tell them where they can find us. If you want to connect with Malcolm, it's How to Barbecue Right, How to BBQ Right at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you'd like to connect with me, it's Miss Southern Shell at Twitter and Instagram. I really don't use Twitter that much, but. I do. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see y'all next time.